And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian, podcaster, and restaurant historiographer. It's Nick Weiger. And he's a comedian and podcaster who hasn't let his perfect five-star score on Lyft go to his head. It's Mike Mitchell. Tone Zone is here to remind us that we do not talk about the return of Bruno. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, do him a way because he dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little cheesy focaccias. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon! By Caprice Helm. Yes, I am on Patreon. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff. You can get bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. That is my Patreon podcast. All sorts of behind-the-scenes content and hot goss. You can submit carbohydrates that I will call you. In fact... Uh, more than one person submitted warm and hot salads, which is an homage to our guests who I will bring in in a moment. They're here right now. Full disclosure. I will introduce Weird. them in a moment and then we can get to the root of warm salads. Um, you can uh, see this very video right now. Look, it's more than just an audio operation. It's a video operation as well. If you're watching it, that is. Uh, and then also we do zoo. Oh, 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 I forgot the, the big ticket item. Uh, if you're at the $10 level, there's a number you have access to where you can text me. I'll text you back. Ooh. I text photos. I text other stuff, text messages primarily, you know, info, stuff like that. It's real fun. If you sign up for a year, you get two months free. So, uh, that's a good deal. That's right. Allison. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Listen, I just have to tell everyone, three years into the pandemic, I have decided to record a different way. Now, why have I decided to do this on this particular show I'm crazy. with amazing guests, which is going to be, I can already tell, a great show where I'm going to be extra fucking neurotic because I'm recording in a different way. I'm hearing myself in the earphones a different way and i'm looking down and i'm noticing the battery on the audio interface has gone from three bars to two and i guess i'm working off of the batteries as opposed to a backup thing that i'm plugged into so i will be focused on that (laughs) great this is gonna be great (laughs) that's what's gonna be happening i would like to say hello and i would like to introduce my guest nick weiger hello hi so nice to see you nice to see you hello mitch hello hi how are you thank you for having me nick 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 got his ring light out because he because you know that you 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 record video for this for for patreon that's right and uh, i I said i was gonna i said i was gonna (laughs) (laughs) we gotta get one of those mitch (laughs) we do gotta get one of those we gotta get one of those buttons uh (laughs) And I said that I would use my TV. My TV is on mute, and I said I'd use my TV as my as my light. And it's 28 weeks later, and it's like strobing, and I looked insane for a minute there. So I apologize. That was like strobing, 
I'm looking crazy. Yeah, no worries. It's great. I can. It's all. It's almost like I can watch the movie off of your face. Off of me. Oh my god! Something reddish is happening right now. <laughs> there is something red happening right now. You're not. You are 100 percent right. I'm not. I'm also not watching the movie. I'm, I should turn this off, shouldn't I? What no, it's okay. Tell us. It's 28 weeks later. Oh, wait. It is 28 weeks later. Oh, okay. Wait, it's not 28 days later, the Sandra Bullock vehicle where she gets sober? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Really? 30 days. Oh, is it? Right? Yeah, I think that's 30 days. I think 30 days is Sandra Bullock. 28 days is the zombies. Oh, then what's 28 weeks later? Is that not a thing? I think think that's the sequel to 28 days later. Yeah, 28 weeks later. Yeah. It's the superior movie, I think. I think 28 weeks later is better than 28. Mm. I think so. I'm a 30 days man. I like the Sandra Bullock rom-com. <laughs> so Daniel, when people say... Actually, uh, the Sandra Bullock movie is called 28 Days. That just it is wow, wow. Days. Wow. wow. Fake news, Weiger. Incredible. As someone who's seen roughly three and a half movies in my life, I would just like to claim this victory. And I was just on the flop house, so make it four and a half. I'd like to check in with myself since everyone's dying to know how I'm faring right now. It is driving me crazy that I'm hearing things differently, and yet I must persist. No, I must take a moment. I can't change the headphone situation, but Tony, and and leave this in. What are (laughs) we going to... What are we gonna say? What are we gonna do? You're gonna talk about it every time it becomes an issue for you. <laughs> no. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> that's not what I was gonna say. That part is there's of course that's what I'm gonna do. What are we gonna do when the battery goes down and it seems as if this thing is gonna die? Because the only way I can plug it into backup power would be to then <laughs> use the SD. Card. Why is it not plug why are you using the battery to begin oh. with? Wait a minute. I just realized something. Oh, hi, Daniel. I'll bring you into the show in a moment. You married it. Um, we're, talk- we're talking to Zoom. We're talking to uh, yeah, we are six device. That's okay. right. As an audio interface. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Uh, that's right. I've had some experience with this Zoom, this H6 recording device. So we're just going to all about it. Have you ever have you ever used it on battery power? I have used it on battery power. It, uh, it will, it will, it will drain those batteries pretty quickly. Is the issue that so I, mine is plugged into my laptop with that little dang little, little uh, dingle. What is it called? A little dongle? a dingleberry, a little dingleberry? dongle, a little dingle dongleberry. <laughs> How fast are we talking? How much time do I have? Is it? It's, it's so that you're at half battery power and you're on batteries. There's three bars and I'm on two. Can't you just plug oh. it in? I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be okay. But certainly, let's let's waste some of this time by talking about <laughs> it. <though. laughs> I think you're screwed. All right, you can pr- get a, uh, you can get an adapter. There's an adapter that will plug the replace the charger, the batteries yes. with a with, that will plug into USB, so you can just have power at all times. Yeah, mine has well, no s- batteries in it right now. See, the way, maybe and cut... It's, and it's off. Tony, maybe cut some of this. The way that it is connecting to my cuter... My cuter? <laughs> my computer. Your cuter. My, cuter. I, I love my computer so much. That's like Larry, Larry the, that's the Larry the Cable Guy version of... That's what he calls a computer. Yeah. I'll, I'll go over and fix your cuter. <laughs> You're done. The way my uh zoom is c- attached to my cuter is through the usb so that is what would be plugged into oh, okay. yeah mm-hmm. how are you how's your zoom attached to your computer i believe mine it's is the same way for mitch 
Yes, it's a little dongle with a with a USB C. Right. Is that a USB C wire? That's correct. That is correct. I think so. Oh, you know what? I'm, I lied. There's a converter because I haven't. Uh, I can't show it unless right. I unplug it. But yeah. There's a little. There's a little white converter that's it's a USB USB B. What is the What is the flat one? That's the Apple ones. Wise, right. You know? Yes. There's there well there's the Lightning which I think is its own standard but then mm, USB okay. A is the standard I don't know if there's a USB B no USB C is, not, is what you're thinking of Mitch yeah okay all right USB-A, yeah the, USB C and Lightning so it's a US it's a USB A that goes into Leave all this a in, converter Tony. a converter <laughs> I want to get oh. everyone's twenty I want to get your twenty eight rankings what do you how do you rank the twenty eights Why can we return I to this. Yeah, can we do this franchise real quick? Which I because I, oh, I yeah. looked it up and I, I I thought it was thirty days. I thought I was obviously mistaken. Twenty eight days. Sandra Bullock, Viggo Mortensen, uh, getting sober. Sort of rom com comes out. Dramedy comes out in in two thousand. Twenty eight days later comes out in two thousand two. Wow! So if you're a film historian of the future, you very well might see think these franchises are connected, and you wow. would be completely thrown watching these in sequence. Then th- twenty eight days weeks or sorry twenty eight weeks later comes out. Um, that's the direct sequel to 28 Days Later. And then there's a 2011 film that I've just learned about called 28 Days on the Moon. So, Whoa. the natural conclusion of <laughs> and the that, Sandra Bullock that's, franchise. Yeah, that's, that's the sequel to the Sandra Bullock one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. 28 um, Days on the Moon is not connected to 28 Days Later, though. It's the, not, no. It's a oh. completely different movie. And what's that one that. about? I, I don't know. I feel like it should be about periods. 28 Days... <laughs> Moons. <laughs> Daniel, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> I mean, you just the other night, and I don't know if we've, the, you know, what I'm about to make reference to, we might have cut out, and I'm, I'm dragging us back there kicking and screaming, but mm. just the other night you were saying that it's confusing the way we name USB plugins. I, mm. um, I mean, just Well, the yeah, because I just got a new device. It has, it doesn't have the lightning thing. It has like the USB C to USB C, but it's not long enough. Mm. They only give you one that's like three feet, you know. And so I wanted to get a longer one. And so mm. it was. I went online to figure out like what is this cable, and the port uh, for the USB C has something called Thunderbolt Four, yeah. USB C, and then like. USB four and there's all these different names. It turns out I was I was assuming, oh, these are the same thing. They're not the same thing. Mm. Yeah. Get your yeah. shit together is it's what confusing. I'm saying. Tech. It's baffling. Yeah. I, I think I forget and then there's Thunderbolt and there's also Lightning. And I think Lightning is what a what an iPhone connects to, but Thunderbolt is a different yeah. standard, which is maybe for video for Mac? I don't mm. know. Oh, maybe Lightning 4 was what it was, not Thunder. <laughs> See, I, I don't even it might you know. You know what we need? I don't know. You know how uh, back in the day, and I want to say this is like late 80s, early 90s, if you bought a wallet, it oftentimes came with a little tip card in it that had like the two options for tips back then were maybe like 10% or 15% or 15% or 20%. And then you could mm-hmm. just look at your handy dandy card and be like, Oh, ah, uh, and you know, we need like a converter card for, uh, all of these. And also sometimes it would have metric to yes, whatever the other one is. Uh, mm-hmm. we need, a uh, USB 
it. Someone finished my sentences. It's the headphones. Tony, hello. Welcome to the show. I, ab- <laughs> I've, I abdicate hosting. Hello and welcome. Uh, hello. Thank you for having me on Tech Talk. <laughs> also, so today the- we're talking cuter. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> Also, uh, anybody that's watching on Patreon, keep your eyes on the background of me because Bentley has been being a maniac uh, ever as soon as we started recording. He's been very, sleeping very all day, and yeah, now he just came to life as soon as we hit record. I can see his yeah, butt. <laughs> yeah, so uh, get on Patreon. See, check out that butt. Is there a Frenchy thing where sometimes they're like born without tails? They never have tails. Is that that? That's just their I, their deal. They have, yeah, they have just like a little nub. A little nubbin. Yeah. Huh. Yep. It's still uh, it still wags, too. You see it wiggling sometimes. <laughs> it's pretty fucking cute. <laughs> you know what I'm wondering? Hmm. Why, why is Hollywood so in love with the number 28 is what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Let's you know, talk about it. recording this, what's today? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Oh, oh. Wow. It is that actually February does blow 28th. my mind, and I'm wondering if those <laughs> wow. movies are on because it's the 28th. I, I, oh, I wonder if there's some sort of be. connection there. Mm. You know, it's a good per- no, no, it's a good number to per- uh, percentage to tip. 28. That is uh, a good a very number. Very generous tip. Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's too much, but I just want to sound like a nice guy. <laughs> hey, if you want to be a nice guy, why not? You I think there's what? a lot of parents who are stuck in like the 15 percent zone yes. Allison, what you were saying like i right. think so too the, those boomers up to no good again i also think yeah. there are some tell me where you are with this one look i don't want to out any parents maybe i'm not talking about my own parents maybe i'm talking about other people's parents that i know who have these rules which are like well you don't tip on alcohol and you don't like they'll mm-hmm. get the i just like look at the total and then i just add a tip on it and i know some yes. parents again not my own who look at the total and then they like go up six lines and that's the smaller number, they add a tip to that. Yes, you're you're you're, yeah. it's, you're not supposed to include drinks, I think. Um, and uh, and so there's an older generation thing where I've heard sometimes where you just tip one dollar per drink if you're at, right. you're at a bar. You you, you yeah. completely ignore that this is like a fifteen dollar cocktail now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that I've also there's also the like you're supposed to not tip on tax like technically, but yeah, I just tip on the total because like yeah. what like what I yeah. I don't know. I mean I I I'm fortunate to have disposable income and. Uh, whatever service workers have fucking awful jobs. So, but I, I think that I, I th- imagine that generational tendency has something to do with cost of living was not as bad. You know, you could be like a server and have a three bedroom house, right? Because I mean, people just were like paid more fairly in general, and inflation was that out of control. Thanks, Biden. Yeah, thanks, um, Biden. <laughs> you know what? I like to leave a nice tip. Like an extra nice tip is when it's something very cheap. Because then I'm like, look at me, old oh, mommy great. Warbucks. <laughs> I left. I left fifty percent. I mean, you absolutely should over tip the percentage if you're or if you're having breakfast. Yeah, sure. Mm, yeah, you know, it's a good rule. My, my mom will always be like, if I tip over twenty percent, she she won't. She'll just say she'll just always say this thing, which she always says. She's like. You know, twenty percent used to be a very good tip. That's what she said. And then she'll also bring up, <laughs> she'll also bring up eighteen percent. She's like, eighteen yeah. percent was once. I and I'm like, eighteen percent, eighteen percent. First of all, fucked. the eighteen ma- percent. The math is just crazy already. Yeah. I don't. That's why do you need the card math. in your wallet. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's worth it, 2% more to not have to calculate 18%. I, I agree. That. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yep. So, uh, listen, Tony. Thanks a lot, I, Biden. I told you earlier. <laughs> I told you earlier that I wasn't going to attack you. Uh, here we go. I know. Here we go. And Uh-oh. no, I knew I, you would still. Look, it's not. <laughs> this not. It's not an attack, and it's not an intervention. It's just a conversation topic, and I see this podcast as a conversation, an ongoing mm. conversation. Okay. Mm. We okay. talked about Daniel's habit of dipping things in mayonnaise. That's come up. It came up. I was recently, I had the most fun time on Doughboy's Double. What um, so did we. Yeah. Thank you so much kicking for off, having kicking me. Kicking off Munch Madness. That's, That's right. right. We, Biggest month of the year. How, now that is on your Patreon, Doughboy's Double Patreon episode. Patreon. That's right. How much can we talk about any details about that here? This will air on Thursday. Spill it all. Yeah, okay. Spill it all, and then you can avoid yeah. the stuff you're going to say to me. So, <laughs> okay. So, so we can. So you're in sh- deep shit, Tony. <laughs> so we can share which sandwich chains it was. Yes. Are you yeah. sure? Hold on. Is yeah, there a bracket. This, yeah. Okay. There is a bracket. Okay. Perfect. Dot com. So it was um firehouse. This is worldwide news. So wait, hold on. <laughs> what were the seeds? What were the seeds of these restaurants? I'm glad you asked, Daniel. Uh, so there are the the uh, the, the seeds that were, the, the the ones that were up against it, each other in this particular competition were Charlie's cheesesteaks mm-hmm. and um, Firehouse subs. So mm-hmm. this, by the way, I would he's, think he's, would probably be a three seed and a six seed matchup. I'd say right. Firehouse is the is the three seed, maybe right. a two Allison, seven. He, honestly, he, he just gave all that information off one of those little cards you were talking about that came in the wallet. <laughs> I don't know if he just. Keeps... <laughs> I don't even know what seeds mean. Someone fill me in. Uh, I brackets. Yeah, like in March Thanks, with ba- the basketball <laughs> tournament. In a tournament, you seed each team in a different number ranking. So mm, a three or a two no. means it's highly ranked. A okay. seven would be lower ranked. Oh, yeah. okay. You, you, you know, you like the NBA. Mm. Or sorry. I mean, I know okay. what that is, but. <laughs> Typically in a tournament, you would have like, so so. Let's say there. Oh wait, teams like the they're playoffs. starting. Like the ones who are starting at the beginning are like not the faves. Yeah, well, well, mm. it, 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 the way they're matched up, it's usually favorable towards the teams that have the better record going in. I see. So, or the teams that have a better chance of winning in general. So, Got it. you know, the 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 team that's won the most games in college basketball that year will be a one seed, and the team that barely won enough to qualify will be the 16 seed. Those will be up against each other in the first matchup. I see. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, we ate some sandwiches. We had various opinions. Sure. <clears throat> um, by the way, you know who loved one of the sandwiches from... Oh, actually, it was from Firehouse, which we had. We were we thought was was decent. Uh, my five year old, I had we had a leftover Italian sub, and he, I we joke that uh, my other son Owen eats a Starbucks cake pop like a cartoon cat eats a fish, like just puts it in his mouth and pulls it out. <laughs> but that was how Elliot ate that sandwich. Like I took it out of the refrigerator and he smelled it. He's like, what is that? And he just, he loved that. <clears throat> so wow. he's like the world's biggest fan of that particular sandwich. But anyway, Tony here does not like cold cuts. He's not a cold food person. Fascinating. Wow. I'm I not- feel like we've discussed the cold food thing before, but cold cuts specifically upset you. 
I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say upset. It's not like I will never, ever have them. It's just it's not something I ever buy at the store. Um, Mm. And if I'm like at a a sandwich place that offers hot sandwiches and cold sandwiches, I'm going to go hot every time. Um, but yeah, but as I said to her, like usually like when I, like if I'm on tour with my band or something and like we have some stuff in the dressing room and I don't have time really to go somewhere, I'll make a sandwich and I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not going to complain about that, but I'm not going to seek that out. Hmm. Sounds like I like, I like, I like hot over cold sandwiches. I, I like a hotter sandwich more than I like a cold sandwich. I'll, I'll admit Thank you. It's Mitch. contextual for me. I, I like. I can understand the the hot sandwich argument. Like always, a, a hot lunch is nice. But well, the, hot salad, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but like 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 you know, I'd I'd rather ha- like if we're talking about like an Italian sandwich, I'd rather get like a cold Italian sub, well, sure, than, like, an Italian yeah, melt, or like or like a, even a tuna sandwich. I'd rather have a tuna salad sandwich than a tuna melt, even though some people like a tuna melt. Mm, tuna melt does sound know. good though. Mm-hmm. They can be good, but I, I, I there's there's a place for a cold tuna a, a tuna sub or a cold tuna sandwich. I you guys were both very, uh, very. Uh, oh my god, what's the word? Encouraging is not the word I was going for, but positive. I guess I would say of the tuna Italian sandwich that you had as the only cold offering at Firehouse, and I didn't go for it because I I didn't feel like biting into tuna. Yeah, there was a great that Firehouse has a good tuna salad. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of finding that out from a lot of these sub places. They all have good, pretty good tuna tuna sub. Tuna I never salad. really feel like ordering tuna. It's I, I never, I never it do. Feels risky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it isn't Tony. And by the way, this feels like a snack chat to me. But Tony, when you say you're <sighs> going to order a hot sandwich, like what are you going to order? Snack chats. Thank you. Uh, I mean. You know, obviously depends on the place, but I'll get some sort of like chicken sandwich usually, or like um, maybe a meatball sub. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. and it basically, yeah, any sort of uh, I don't know. I mean, a hot sandwich. Uh, do you feel like you're a sandwich guy? Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I'm not anti-sandwich. Okay, because smartly. The Doughboys started out the sam uh, the episode wanting to know my general feelings about sandwiches, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I'm not that into sandwiches, and they like wanted to kick me off the show, which they should have, given <laughs> that it was a show dedicated to sandwiches. Yeah. And then I explained. I was just another classic Doughboys blunder where we. Had someone kick off the sandwich festival who didn't like sandwiches. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and we, then had I, a, we, had a, we had a pizza tournament one year, and we got someone specifically who didn't like pizza. <laughs> Rarest of individuals. Claudia. Yeah. Claudio Dardi. And then I, I was like, hold up. And I just backpedaled so hard. Like, it's like the Flintstones. Like, <laughs> but but in the in reverse and i was like hang on i've often said like i want to be buried with bread and butter like i love bread and i love butter it's more like i don't allow myself sandwiches and stuff and then i think i regained my good name i think it was okay but yeah so yeah. it so was great it was great thank you great up so tony our show feel- sucks our show sucks yeah, anyways our show's no, terrible no- but it was great to have you on honestly uh as a guest watching what you guys do, I was so and look, this is my show. This is not my show about your show, but it's turning into my show about your show. Um, 
I was so impressed with just like how much prep and how much production and all the bits and all the stuff. And it really, I've just been thinking lately, I've been doing too much navel gazing lately. Um, but I've been thinking lately about how sometimes I do wish I had a bit more of a format to be like hemmed in by versus just this real open-ended, like, I'm going to talk about my headphones for 25 minutes situation that I have going on. You got a button on the show. You got the button. That, <laughs> That's true. I do have, have fun that. buttons. Huge. I do Except have fun button. buttons. Yeah. That's a um, nickname. Fun buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A format can be a blessing and a curse. It's, it's, mm. it's, you know, it's nice to have something to anchor you, but, you know, an anchor can also prevent you from progressing. So I feel like sometimes we have like our, 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 the, the, this, Mitch, you and I, we often, and the, the, our, us fighting has become a part of our format, I guess. But mm. this will often be a point of tension between us because I'll have the, the this rigid format that I'm trying to describe by, and you will be like, like you know, hey, you're being a fucking nerd with yeah. this format. I'm right, cool it a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when we when we clamor when we were like a, a scrambling for like a, a segment, I'm like, let's right. just eat like a piece of jerky and just <laughs> right. <laughs> But then I'm like, that has to be, you know, jerky or worky. That has to be a name of a segment. And we'll say, like, is this, does this work or is this a jerk? (laughs) Um, And then it'll become this whole ordeal. And I'll, yeah, I'll say that. uh, What type of jerk? We'll talk about jerking off. Things like that will happen. Mm. Right. That'll happen. I wanted to say that you bring up the Flintstones just made me remember that I want to, I really would love to try that big rack of ribs in the beginning of the Flintstones, you know, that knocks the car over. Yeah. I just wonder. I just really wonder what it tastes like. I know that was really off topic. No, but. that's fine. No. You know, it's we were been all a, thinking it. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> it's been a really, really long time since I've had ribs, and I don't hmm. find myself wanting them. Like you know that Carl's Jr. commercial that's like, if it doesn't get all over your face, pl- no, if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. And I've always yes. felt that to me is not a great selling point because I actually don't want something all over my face i realize this there's a real double entendre happening here but like ribs are so messy so i guess i don't want to eat the flintstones ribs call me crazy but more flintstones ribs for you guys i guess i just want to eat anything fictional if i see like some sort of fictional food yeah i just really want to eat it i guess that is more because i'm not the i'm not the biggest ribs person um what about the big Heathcliff trash fish you mentioned earlier? Yeah. Like that yeah. was appetizing in a cartoon. I want to eat one of those. What about yeah. the roast beast from Grinch? That I would love yeah. to have. The roast Same. beast looks great. Um, I do wonder okay. what it is, what the what the animal is, because it's a roast it's like beast. beast. Half yeah. cow, half turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a hybrid animal. Right. Oh, can we can we go back to the the uh the discussion about format though? Because that's interesting yes. to, to me personally. <laughs> And the other people who also have podcasts, which at this point is everyone. Yeah, most people. Um, that's really fascinating that you feel that you that that is a point of tension. Um, I guess uh, my question is actually a little bit adjacent to that. Like, how much does a ton of work go into an episode ahead of time? Oh, uh, good question. <laughs> it I seems would say, like I it would does. As a no. guest, really? Okay. Not. I mean, not a ton. But but well, also we've been doing it for long enough where we're used to you know we we know the 
we know the bullet points of how to get through an episode. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's more work, certainly, for this particular month we're doing right now, which is Munch Madness, which is yeah. our tournament, where we, you know, it's it's a it's a little bit more rigmarole involved. But a general episode, we're we're pretty. I have to eat four automatic. sandwiches tonight and then two tomorrow <laughs> in between right. records. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell I'll say this much: Wags cursed himself by. He does an intro for every episode, mm-hmm. and uh, the listeners eat it up. All these dorks really like it. And <laughs> <laughs> really made that into a backhanded compliment. And, and Maybe so, not even a backhanded compliment, just, an, <laughs> just a straight-up insult. Look, not for me. Don't listen to him ever. <laughs> <laughs> but but Wags, does, Wags does these intros that, that are great, and uh, all these people uh, like him, and then now he's going to do them for every episode. Me... I, I never had anything planned from the first episode. <laughs> I never, which, look, I, I, look, not to say that I didn't add to the show. Oh, my, the things I've added to the show, my God, we could go on for hours. <laughs> but <laughs> I never had a fixed, like, this is my, here's my little thing that mm-hmm. I, I did for a while, it's and then I gave it, it to you people. Play, spin, you you're spin, drop. I play a drop, but that was also yeah. me for a while. I was coming up with them, and then I decided not to do it anymore. So anything that I've decided, I just I just stopped doing it usually, mm-hmm. or I like sure. So jealous. We, I did a moment of meow. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel is uh, doing intros for life, and he also regrets it a little bit. Yes, the day yeah. the day I proposed that was, you know, some people would go back in time and kill baby Hitler, and I don't know. <laughs> I'd stop myself. You wouldn't? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it'd be worth the Holocaust <laughs> to not have to do this. I'm not saying that. You're so good but, at them, honey. People love them. But, uh, you come up with great fresh jokes every it. single week. And you can just stop. Or not. <laughs> can't. Have you stop people get people will be furious. You or do, do what I do. Months. Be like, yeah. listeners, submit the intro. That's what I would do. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be interesting. I mean, you could try that. They I have to guess who, they have to guess who the guests are. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, we could let them book the show too. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What if we show? outsourced everything? <laughs> wow, what a dream that would be. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, you just stopped playing the drop? I like stopped playing it myself, and then I would I had uh, listener uh, uh, submitted drops, and then I did a thing for a while called the moment of meow, where I would like do kind of an elaborate thing where I would get my cat Irma to meow on, mm-hmm. and she's like a talker. I could maybe get her to do it now. Irma, no, she's asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I would get her to meow, and then like kind of fill it into a thing and make like a uh, you know. Uh, make a little dramatic scene out of it or something, and I and then that was just too much. It also got to the point in the, where I did a thing where like Irma killed me or something, and then we just ended it right. Like we go, it went. It, it reached its narrative it, conclusion. It, it reached its conclusion. After fifty episodes. <laughs> yeah, we did. It, I did it fifty times. That I did that on the Patreon, and then I stopped. Yeah, I guess I've just been wondering creatively, 
like I've been thinking these shows that have this very these strict boundaries as a way to get to know people. That's not a straightforward like I'm going to sit down with you and I'm going to ask you personal. I mean, this show is not I'm going to ask you personal questions, but my Monday show is it's like it's like a true straightforward interview. And we really do get to know the guests, but it's in kind of a it can be light, but it's also a probing way. But there's just something so fun about like we're going to talk about food and we're going to get to know you that way that sometimes I, I wish I had gone that direction. But you know what? There's time. And I don't mean this to be like a sad lament or anything. Again, the headphones, it's throwing me off. Normally, this yeah. would be a funny lament. And instead, it just sounds like I'm saying I wish I was doing your show, which is not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> The, t- the I mean, topic if you is want to we'll we'll hand yeah. it off to you. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> the topic was wags, and I thought it was too much to do every week. And I think I yeah. was right because I we're gross now. We're like we're like we eat this shit all the time, and we've turned into monsters. But I but I, but that does just that that it is easy to be like oh this this thing because people love to talk about food. So I mm-hmm. guess that part it's of it true. is. That part of it is the is the easy part. It's me and Weiger trying to be like uh, interesting, just talking. This is the longest, like outside of the food. That's the hard part. I think this is the longest of any comedy thing I've ever done. I had a sketch group, and that's the only thing that rivals it. And then mm-hmm. when that when things were done with that sketch group, it was sad, but also like, ah, oh, that's done. That chapter of my life is like done. And this just doesn't feel like it's going to end anytime soon. <laughs> like do. We've done it for yeah. six six years. We keep saying we keep we keep giving ourselves Seven future years? dates for when this is going to be done by. I think we had one recently that was like end of 2021. I mean, the podcast yeah. is over and now we're in the thick of 2022 and uh, no end in sight. It's fine. Creatively, do you want it? <laughs> it is fine. But creatively, do you want to end? Allison, is it a thing that like, do you get the need to end? You know what I mean? Like, like, do you have that feeling of like. I should end a thing because, I mean, this is something that I Nick actually, and I talk about maybe too much. You know, I actually don't. Um, it's mo- I, it's not wanting to end things. It's wanting to start new things. And it's not the feeling mm. that I need to end mm-hmm. things to start new things. I do feel like sometimes I feel like the things I've already started, I try to tell myself, trust that they're already going and you can let them ride and you don't need to pour so much energy into like social media and that stuff. In fact, Nick so kindly sent me a book about how to break up with my phone because I asked oh, yeah. him how he did it. I have not broken up with my phone, but I totally am going to any day now. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's one of the things is like, in order to start new things, I feel like I need to be able to siphon off some of my attention, but, yeah, I don't feel like I need to end things. Like I look at these podcasts that are like season one, season two, and who podcasts that have been around for three years but are already on like season twenty two, and I'm like, how did they do that? What's how short are these seasons? God. What is going on? Whereas mine yeah. seems, to, I just the things I do seem to kind of be indefinite. Yeah, sure. Doughboys, you guys could reinvent the show, still call it Doughboys, have it be like a money podcast, and then then that's season two. Oh, <laughs> right. <you> <laughs> Launched season two seven years in, yeah, and ch- changes format to finance, which we know nothing about. So that'd be great. <laughs> Wags and I want to. We want to. We want to. We eventually want to just become morning DJs. Is basically what. Yeah. Is our plan. Do Do you guys uh, creatively feel like things need to have bookends? Yes. 
Yeah, I, I think we, I, I don't, you know, you don't ever want anything to overstay its welcome, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I've also, like, I, I don't know, I like the finality of something. I like that this is like, okay, this thing's just over, you know? That, that's, like, kind of like a like a relief. Like Mitch was saying, it's kind of a burden. It's it kind of a burden was lifted when you didn't have to do your sketch show every week or you didn't have to do the TV show anymore, right? Yeah. But then yeah. you lose a lot of, per- you know what I mean? Then I'm like, then afterwards I was just like, I'm not really doing anything. You yeah, know, that was yes. the other downside to it. Look, we're, we're just we, we want to transition over into being like the next Don Imus, Nick and I together. That's the plan. <laughs> How <laughs> can we goal. make that happen? Uh, we got to start being more controversial, first of all. I mm-hmm. think about that too, Mitch. You got to convince Paul Russ to do a spinoff of your character from Love. There you know, yes. I want to know where that yeah. guy is right now. Yeah, chasing What's the Randy coyote. <laughs> Paul had told me something. I don't. Hmm, I, I could probably say this, Ooh, but he said that scoop. there was another season there, like that we would live in. <laughs> my character and his character would live in Oakwoods together. It was one of the things that oh, that's he had awesome. pitched, oh, uh, nice. which sounded very funny. And I was, I was, I was sad that it that it didn't happen. That was but, one uh, of my favorite shows. Yes, yeah, so he's yeah, great. Paul is so funny. I love that so much. Listen, you guys, you know why I'm having trouble uh, not focusing on my headphones? It's probably because my diet is lacking certain nutrients. Nearly 90% of Americans are nutrient deficient. There is a massive misconception that just because you eat healthy, your body doesn't need anything extra. Our food system today is broken. And so even if you eat a well-rounded diet, it's impossible to get all the nutrition you need. Gem solves this issue by filling the gaps in your diet with daily nutrition in one delicious bite. Gem is the first multi-bite vitamin. That's right. I said multivitamin, not vitamin. You heard that right. You eat, not take. Nutrient-dense bites designed to replace your multivitamins and complicated supplement routines in the form your body understands and digests best, whole food. Um, so I don't know how you guys are with supplements. I always say I'm going to take them, and then it's like powder, and you mix it, and blah, 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 and then I don't take it. But uh, with Gem, I really do take it. And it's like this little square, uh, and it's actual – it's food. Uh, it, and it's very tasty. It's like ginger orange. Um, and it, it, Daniel had one today. What'd you think of it? Good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. It's made up of, uh, 15 plus whole food ingredients that give you all the essential vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, superfoods, prebiotics, and probiotics to address our modern lifestyle needs and key deficiencies, helping with total mind and body support. If you want to check out gem and try their seasonal favorite citrus, ginger, daily essential for yourself, we have a special offer for Alison Rosen's new best friend audience. Go to www.gemvitamins.com slash best, best friend or enter best friend at checkout for 30% off your first order. That's gemvitamins.com slash best friend for 30% off your first order. Thank you, Gem. And I also want to talk to you guys about Good Chop. Good Chop is America's uh, number one online butcher. They sent me a box of meat and it is so good and so many uh, delicious, good uh, options and cuts. There's filet. There was uh chicken breasts that are so good they sent scallops they Rib sent eye. yes uh what else the you you know the cuts of beef better that than i do filet ribeye i think we had a new york strip in there ground beef chicken i mean it was so good wild caught salmon um all of it was so so good in fact i thought of you wagger because i know that you are back on chicken this year 
Um, yeah. Right. So uh, Good Chop prides itself, especially on sourcing beef that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever, no artificial ingredients, only the good stuff. Um, by choosing Good Chop, you support local family farms and independent ranchers right here in the U.S. Uh, they source only the good stuff, which is why they feel confident about their 100% money back guarantee. Good Love Good Chop, Good Chop, or get your money back. Go to goodchop.com slash bestfriend100 and use code bestfriend100 to get $100 off your first three boxes. Again, go to goodchop.com slash bestfriend100 and use code bestfriend100 to get $100 off your first three boxes. Good Chop, America's online butcher. Okay, and we are back. Um, so let's uh, say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there who signed up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Rob Schulte and hello and welcome to Joseph Patch who has signed up for an annual subscription. Again, sign up for an annual subscription 12 months for the price of 10. Wow, what a steal. That's a good deal. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. And I was thinking that we should do just me or everyone, but I can't find my goddamn phone. I have a question for you guys. What is a virtual restaurant? So Mm. the, I, I, uh, these are generally sometimes referred to as ghost kitchen, Uh, mm -hmm. uh, ghost kitchens, but they're generally like they, it's a restaurant that doesn't have a physical footprint or, or any sort of storefront. So like, an example is an es- is a, is an uh, of an episode we did covering one of these recently. Mitch was Tiger Bites, Tiger which Bites. is Tiger the rapper has lent mm. his name and likeness to this company called Virtual Dining Concepts, where all they do is ghost kitchens. All they do is these virtual brands, and they use existing restaurant spaces like Buca de Beppo kitchens, which are like have a lot less people dining in now, um, and uh, you know, some of the other chains that this that the company owns. And they produce Tiger Bites in these kitchens, in these same, these same uh, large, uh, these usually unused or otherwise unused kitchen spaces, and then they are delivery only or pickup in some cases. And you know, when you hear virtual concept brands, you're probably like, "This is going to be like a, a great meal. I'm going to get like a home cooked something right. good here, something that has a lot of love and care put into it." But surprisingly, it sucks shit. Almost every <laughs> one of them are bad. Well, there's one that I see pop up. Uh, it's like Mr. Beast or something like that. Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast Burger. Burger. Yes. This is the YouTuber Mr. Beast, who is hugely famous. Which, by the so, way, yeah. with, with Nick Nick just on on the podcast had talked about how it was like one of the top selling burgers, right? Like uh, for, as far as fast food burgers, wags. Yes. So the it it, it like uh, these things are are difficult to quantify because they're they're like they don't have physical spaces but they're like you know in terms of in terms of per store sales or just in terms of 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 gross sales i think uh and in terms of of number of locations that they that they allege they have like you know they're they're like one of the top burger joints right now in the country um well because i would see this thing pop up on postmates and when i'm on postmates often i'll look to see where the store is if i don't know it yes um and it's like in a neighborhood. Are these things made in someone's uh, house? Like I how think does in that work? Some, 
I, I think in some cases it's possible. I it's mean, possible, in, in other, probably. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, well, Mitch, you have one going in your new place, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys, do you guys know that there's uh, one of these now is Mariah Carey's Cookies? Yes, That's right. Mariah Carey's Cookies. That's what I, we talked about on the show. And we, we haven't had it yet. Uh, the, the, I went to a place, this is, this was in the earlier part of quarantine within the first six months that like we saw, same sort of thing, Daniel. We saw on our Instagram yeah. uh, that this Italian sub place was popping up. We're gonna, we gotta try these fucking Italian subs, mm-hmm. and yeah. we we ordered it, and I ordered it for pickup. And the place I showed up to was like the evidence room at a police station. Oh Jesus! And inside it was <laughs> I was the only person picking it up for myself. Everyone else was a Postmates driver or an Uber Eats driver. It was really grim, and they were just lined up, and they had like six and different then, ghost kitchens operating in the same space. Oh wow! Cr- cr- yeah, Chris Hansen walked out right, Wags. <laughs> <laughs> that was unrelated, but he he's been on Wait, my tail for a what? while. <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah, we like, got we good. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Well, it just that there's so many like there's something about knowing that uh, it has a storefront with a letter grade in front of it gives mm-hmm. me a certain amount of comfort. When it's just yeah. it's plopped in the middle of a neighborhood, you know, I don't know what I'm getting. It, it, there's it, and there's also just the shadiness of like wait so this is some venture capital firm right. that has no connection to the local area they're just like spider webbing out as many ghost kitchens as they can nationwide to try and you know just it's 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 like patronizing Uber or it's like patronizing you know Amazon Prime it's like I'd I'd rather order from a local business or as Mitch you've argued this before. A local chain. We're now rooting for local yeah, chains. We're rooting for local chains now. Like you want like mm-hmm. Fuddruckers to succeed. Well, because even though like a local chain has, has had to source their food, you know, they've right. had to have time to get stuff that's good or whatever. Uh, uh, um, I'm back. Did the conversation totally die without me? <laughs> we're uh, we're uh, talking about uh, ghost kitchens and virtual restaurants. Yes. Um, I can so hear yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, what, carry no. on. No, carry on. We, I just wanted there's to- a kitchen. There, we're, we're, well, there's a Doughboy's kitchen where we're basically we're doing a Mr. Beast burger. Doughboy's deviled eggs comes out of my apartment and uh, yeah, and- Allison. <laughs> Wait, is this true? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, where do you stand on deviled eggs? Because this came up on the show recently. I enjoy them, but my husband hates like them because he's wrong. You hate them. Well, I don't, that I'm not is a big the, fan of hard-boiled oh, eggs. That is the appropriate, Interesting. Uh, that appropriate uh, fire and intonation tone, the appropriate tone. I, you like mayo. I do. I do. It's hard-boiled. It's that sulfur. It, here's the, like, the hard-boiled egg is the worst kind of food to eat because it's got, uh, the outside smells like farts, <laughs> and then the inside yes. is like eating like nasty chalk <laughs> it's like there's nothing good about it wow yeah a plain hard-boiled egg can be gnarly i i agree if you're just eating one by itself but i think once you once you make a deviled egg once you you take that yolk and you mix it up with some you know some paprika and some mayo i'm more open in my older years to deviled eggs i hated them with a burning passion as a kid but i think now i'm okay with them but tam o'shanter had the best deviled eggs app gone off the menu for oh, whatever really? reason no longer there is that really your fault daniel yeah did you <laughs> demand did you demand <laughs> they remove them I people like them him at least weeks. yeah <laughs> uh, nick did you say they can be toothsome yeah toothsome was the word i used i enjoy that word you'd like i yeah. don't think i ever ever hear it 
Yeah, I mean, I sometimes have the vocabulary of like an 18th century robber baron. <laughs> but that's uh, great. So I, I'll try to try to restrain that. I call Enjoy. him the dictionary dork on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's do uh, Just Me or Everyone. This is a segment where people write in what things they think or do, and they wonder, is it just me or everyone? And we uh, weigh in. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, Apple Unlimited says, when I'm driving on the highway, I always worry that my daughter will come loose from her seatbelt at the same time she accidentally opens the door and goes flying out of the car. I literally never have this fear unless I'm on the highway. Um, My kids are in car seats, so I have not had that particular fear yet. However, I did have like a similar fear. Daniel, do you remember this? The very first time we took Elliot to the grocery store, I, this is so insane. Uh, we were walking down the soup aisle and I was just suddenly worried that the cans would fall off the shelf and onto him. He was in his stroller and I just could, nothing could convince me that the cans weren't going to come off the shelf and hit him. And then also I remember the first time we took him to a restaurant be just being worried about like every time a uh, server went by with yeah. plates and like what if a <laughs> what if a, a another uh, you know diner at the restaurant sneezes and throws a knife in the air just insane. <laughs> yeah, I remember you being really uh, freaked out about the hot plates and platters and having to position ourselves out of the line of yeah. You know, I was hitting as a young child. I was hit in the head with a tray at Marie Calendar's. So it, wow. it can happen. I, I was okay. A but chaotic place. Yeah. But this was a chaotic place too. Pies going I, all over I, the place. As, as a kid, I, I, I was at Soup Plantation and I was given con- I was given uh, stewardship of my mom's plate because mm. my mom had, was like going to go get soup or something. So I t- was taking care of my mom's salad plate and my own salad plate and trying to push them both together down the salad bar rail. And I got to uh, I just was I just I just messed up. Like Mitch knows, I, I'm I'm prone to spilling. Oh, and man, I knocked yeah. my mom's plate onto the floor, mm. and it shattered. And it was like one of those noises. Like I was like eight or nine. It was one of those noises where like everyone's head swiveled <laughs> in the restaurant. I was like so humiliated. I almost cried. And then I just was like, I I was just like so apologetic to my dad, thinking that he had to pay for the plate. Like I was like, oh, you have to pay for a, a plate, dollar. don't you? <laughs> yeah, I wanna... the plates were like a hundred dollars. I had no concept of it. I want to flinch seeing an eight or nine year old tubby Nick Weiger with two trays at Soup Plantation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you wasn't there an Augustus Gloop situation where you fell into the soup and got shot up a pipe at one point as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a different story. Aww. That was yesterday. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. I feel like that had to happen at Soup Plantation all the time. I'm sure, yeah. No, no one at Soup Plantation batted an eye. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, yeah, this is Soup Plantation. Yeah, that's going to happen this a lot. Place is fucking disgusting. He does, he does spill so much, though, that it is... I do. It is almost... It, you start to question whether it's on purpose, honestly. <laughs> it's not on purpose, but I... I know, I, know, I know it's not on purpose. I'm saying you start to question whether it is. It's insane. Yeah. Did he, so- like, I, 
Okay. I got him a cup that doesn't spill at one point. Or someone sent one in that like doesn't actually spill. I think is, you maybe managed to spill it, by the way. I spilled it, yeah. <laughs> is it random spilling, or are you putting things like in terrible spots that's causing it? It's a combo, Tony. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, you know, like I have a tendency to pick up a drink by its lid, mm-hmm. which is, I, I, I would think that I would have learned not to do that anymore, not to pick up like a big gulp by the lid, mm-hmm. uh, the part that's like, you know, very atten- tentatively attached to it, but tenuously attached to it. But I, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that with hot coffee. Uh, I'll just ha- I'll just forget to put a lid on things. And yeah. I'm also just clumsy. I'll just like you, an errant elbow or forearm will just you know knock over my mug. Yeah. He he fa- famously spilt. Uh, we've talked about I say famously because it's on the podcast, so not famously, but he <laughs> spilt a cup of coffee literally like on the feet of a Netflix executive we met <laughs> to, to pitch the Doughboys TV show to. <laughs> yeah, we we're there in the sh- the handshaking phase, and I bought and I had a coffee I just bought that I forgot to put the lid back on. Oh god! I, oh, I like no. I was like I think oh. what it was is I was I went I turned the coffee with my handshaking hand or something. I don't remember exactly what it was mechanically. There's I a lot of just dumped the whole coffee onto his foot. <laughs> There's a lot of crazy things with this of like three minutes before the meeting, where I was like, I'm gonna get a coffee, and and Evan Susser was there with us, and we were like, where did he go? The meeting's about to start, like, now, and he just went to get yeah. a coffee. Then he spilled the coffee on the executive's <laughs> feet. And then I also remember specifically, like, uh, the dirty napkin that you, like, held after the fact. There was a dirty coffee napkin. Well, it was one of those things I had to try to clean up as much as possible the napkin that I had, and then I had no place to put it. <laughs> so it was like, it wasn't like there was a trash can in the conference room, so I was just holding a dirty napkin. <laughs> How did look? Did this have something to do with the Doughboy show not being picked up by Netflix? Just a sec. <laughs> um, this cup that doesn't spill that you spilled. How, what are the mechanics of it? Is it one of I those like just very wide bottoms? I think it's magnet. Yeah, very heavily weighted. Yeah. Oh, was it magnetized? Is that what it was? I think, I think there's like a, a magnet device. It's still here because I keep everything. I'm a hoarder, but uh, mm-hmm. it still is in the house. But it, there is like a magnet configuration, so like you can only pick it up by picking it straight up. Oh wow! And then you can't. Oh, but he did spill it. You did spill did this spill cup it, that yeah. can't be spilled. I remember this. Well, because that doesn't control how you put it down, and also you have to put it down the same place. So, yeah, one hundred percent spilled it. Um. Okay. So, do you guys have any of any similar fears of like uh, kids or animals flying out of your car or anything? A hundred percent. Yeah. You guys driving a lot of kids around. <laughs> I get very nervous with the cats that mm-hmm. they could get caught in a bag or yes. uh, like anything could happen to the cats. I like uh I have no, I'm I'm childless. I have no children. So the cat kind of just transfers over to the cats, which I think I'm also OCD, but I think also anyone who has any uh animal parent knows that feeling of yeah. Something bad happening or the door being open and the and the animal getting out and right. and I so much so that Nick took a picture of my garage just recently but I wrote a thing when I went away. I was filming in Atlanta and I and I got this big cork board and I put up things on it that said like if it's a fire emergency or you're robbing my house like please close the door because of the cats cuz I had to leave the cats for quite a few months. I was just like it's so scared that they were going to let the cats out. Right. Right. Yeah. Um but like anything like that. Yeah. Sky I, I my my head goes to dark places. I'd be worried about that too. Um I just had a memory speaking of things flying out of cars. So I've done 
Getting Doug with High, which is Doug Benson's. I don't think he, I don't know in what capacity he still does it. I think he must do it. I think he, maybe he does it on Zoom still, but his show where you would, uh, they would send a car for you so you're not driving and then you smoke pot, um, and then do a show and then they drive you home. And I do not smoke pot very much at all anymore. Um, but I did on the time when I did this show and then I was high in the Uber home sitting in the back seat and worried that I was going <laughs> to fall out of the car that the that pretty much what this uh the person who wrote that just me or everyone said like worried that the door was going to open and I was going to fall out so I was like inching toward the center of the back seat but thinking is this how I always am when I ride in the back seat of a car like forgetting <laughs> that no normally I ride in the back seat of a car like a, a human being anyway okay Moving on. I think that, I think you should tell that story like a dare officer to scare kids. To- <laughs> I, I know. Um, okay. Here's one. Uh, Edible Intelligence says, we all know that Cocoa Krispies cereal and milk makes chocolate milk, but has anyone ever thought to add chocolate milk to Rice Krispies to make them Cocoa Krispies or am I a genius? Just me or everyone? Wow. I've never I've thought never about thought that. Yeah. You might be a genius. Did they say if it worked? They haven't. <laughs> I'm sure it works. I bet They're it would. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it worked too well. <laughs> chocolate bounces off the milk. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is about the Rice Krispies. <laughs> it's been like probably 25 years since I've had Rice Krispies. But in general, like, yeah. I can't imagine. My dad was a Rice, or is a Rice, I I feel like my parents don't have them in their house anymore, but we always had them in the house growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I had access to them, but I never was very like, it's just, it's too, it just, it's instant mush is how I feel about Rice Krispies. That's how I feel about uh, Pebbles cereal. It's kind of, it's uh, like this, Pebbles. it's the same it little fast. thing. I, I don't love, I love chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my my that's a thing I got from my mom maybe because we both love big ch- chocolate nuts and I know that like a like it's goofy for like a a guy like me to be like ooh let me look at that chocolate menu after dinner or whatever but that is the way I am and I want to get like a big slice of chocolate cake um but I don't love it in in cereal I I never was like a big bre- uh, ch- uh breakfast chocolate person yeah. I could. I never. Man. I never. I, ne- I like. I, I like more cinnamon, or or even fruity pebbles. Maybe more of like a fruity thing. Not to say I don't like. I'll, I like sugar, of course, but like frosted flakes is more my style. Like the chocolatey cereals were never my my go to. Right. I'm I'm with you now, but as a kid, the prospect of having chocolate for breakfast sure, was yeah. so like amazing. And then my parents were just like they were just happy that I would eat anything. Yeah. So. You know, like I was, I would get Cocoa Krispies. Me and my brother would get, my older brother would get Cocoa Krispies, and like, like I, I love them. I thought they were fantastic. Yeah, my older brother Nate Weiger, uh, the Alpha Weiger, and then I would also get <laughs> Cookie Crisp cereal, which was, which is like little chocolate chip yeah. cookies, which mm-hmm. is so, it's disgusting. I can't believe I ever like put it in my body, but at the time I thought it was just like the wait, most what, what, what are, imaginable. What are those? The Cookie Crisp. Oh, Cookie Crisp I did have. So that I did yeah. I did eat some Cookie Crisp. I yeah. bet you your brother probably just alphaed his way to that cereal. It was like, Ma, you're gonna pick up some you're gonna pick up some Cocoa Krispies for us. <laughs> <laughs> what is sure your thing, Nate? My mom. What does your brother do that's so alpha? But also what uh, does he my do? My brother 
Well, he works in tech, mm. which is, but it's like he's got like you know a pretty, he's got a pretty esteemed position in his industry and within his company. But he's like, a, I, I, I think he. More so than his profession, it's more just sort of like an attitude, more sort of like a way of being, and more also sort of just like a way of being a human being and being charismatic, which are qualities that I don't have, that I envy. So he's a, but yeah, he's, he's a, he's, he's an alpha dog. And yet you're the performer. I guess. (laughs) I mean, that's your job (laughs) though. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Have you met him, Mitch? I have. Is uh, he yeah, super he's, charming? Uh, he, no, he rules. Yeah, and he he, yeah, he works in tech. <laughs> what is he? What who does he work for? Uh, Theranos. Uh, I'll say right now. Okay. Yeah, he works for Theranos. Yeah, <laughs> Theranos. <laughs> Still keeping it strong. <laughs> uh, no, he he uh, he he. It was a funny thing where we did a show in San Diego, and then Nick's brother, brother in San Diego was like, "Come on, let's hang." And Nick is like, "We're heading home." Nick and his lovely wife. And and I was like, you're heading home. Like your brother wants to hang. And then I hung with his brother, and he was like the uh, the cool uh, alpha version of Weiger. He was he was he was a great time. We get along. We got along great. Me and the whole family. Yeah. Honestly, I'm be, I've been texting with Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Weiger. I I text with Nick's <laughs> mom and dad. This is true. Is it the kind of thing where like you had a whole night with? the alpha Weiger and the, a ton of things happened that you thought were super duper fun and awesome. And all these things are, are the things where like, if Nick had been there, Nick would have been like, those are all the things I'm talking about. <laughs> Did that make sense? What I was saying? Yes. 100%. Yes. yes that's, that's, I think Nick would have ended sure. the fun for sure. If he was there. <laughs> His whole family was like, have some fun, Nick. They did. They kind of were acting that way. Yeah. And Nick said it's, no, and he went home. Look, <laughs> I get it. We know we we know our own families, <laughs> and when my family is around, my immediate family is around a bunch of alcohol. We were at a bar. Mm. I was like, "This is not going to be a scene I'm going to want to be around for much longer." Sure. And uh, and so, but that said, that's just because I'm kind of a killjoy in a wet blanket, and I'm sure Mitch had the time of his life. <laughs> it was a good time, yeah. and also Nick's dad. I told him I was like, "You raised a good son." I told him this once because he because uh, Nick uh, d- decided to cancel the tour because of COVID, which was the right move. And his dad is like, "You don't really raise Nick. You kind of just like point him in the right direction and let him go." <laughs> and I thought that was very funny and accurate, but and yeah. and also nice. Yes, great family, yeah. very nice family. Uh, good family. Tony, you've been awfully quiet on cereal. Uh. I know you you don't like lukewarm reactions, but that's what you get from me. Uh, I, I've never, <laughs> even when I was a kid, I didn't really eat a lot of cereal. Um, again, not necessarily anti-cereal, but I don't ever buy it. And even as a kid, my, my parents just didn't really buy it that much. So, it's never Were you really a toaster been. strudel kid? Ooh, good question. No, I, honestly, I kind of used, when I was younger, I don't even, I just like didn't even eat breakfast most of the time. And these days I, I mm. eat something very small when I do. I don't, I don't like much for breakfast. You ever, you ever like a hot cereal? It's a hot sandwich guy? Like an oatmeal? Uh, no. Malto meal? No. No. I didn't like eating breakfast because it would hurt my, like during the day, I'd either have to go to the bathroom or it would hurt my stomach, I feel like. Which maybe I was lactose intolerant, but I like in high school and stuff, I didn't want to eat breakfast yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, that's how I was. It would just make me, I would just get like, it would make me tired right away or something. But also I was yeah. probably eating shitty things too, so. Sure. Um. 
So Daniel and I watched Ali Wong's new special over the weekend, which was very funny. And she has this bit in it about, uh, I won't do the whole thing, but the upshot being her husband has this specific time of day that he goes to the bathroom every single day. Like, and men kind of always have, and it's, it's like exactly when you need the husband and father of your kids the most versus women just, it happens at the most inconvenient time. And I was thinking how for, for us, in my experience, like how true this has been. Um, and I remember when I was on the Adam Carolla show, Carolla would always talk about get your bowels on a schedule, um, which I've never been able to do. But Daniel pretty much is on a schedule. But it did make me think, is this a dude thing? Like, are you guys all on a schedule? It says in my experience, uh, it seems it's a like a dude thing. Yeah, yeah you does. wouldn't get it. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> it seems like men can be pretty uh, re- uh, regimented about their bowels. I wish. I, never yeah, really I don't know. Thought about it, but I guess yeah, I think that is kind of accurate for me. I guess yeah. It's usually John Gabris always talks about yeah morning. That's what I was gonna say. John Gabris texts Nick and I, and we'll always be like it's on the. It's like every morning after my coffee. Yeah, and like like it just happens. Not for me. I'm I'm trickier as as far as that stuff goes. Mm. Same. Yeah, it's, I- I I got I I'd say I'm I'm pretty regular, but also but there'll be some wild cards in there, you know. So like I never I know ne- you never quite know what to expect. I I think that, boy, I don't I I I I, I can't really speak to the gender divide. Um, except that I would just assume there's probably just like less like you know, like it's less dude shame slash taboo regarding moving your bowels. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's probably less of a. Uh, it's not a thing that 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 there's as much latent. I I don't know. But then again, it is it is like humiliating to have to use the bathroom. In high school, it was almost like impossible. I feel like. Yeah. I guess I, I can't. I can't be, I made, I made be re- all of school. Uh, yes. Elementary school, middle school, high school. I never used the bathroom once. Never Insane. went to the entire time I was in school. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Always saved it for home. Mm-hmm. I worked at a place where Crab chat. I worked at a place where it was this big sprawling office, but the bathrooms were just one. It w- it wouldn't be like a communal bathroom. You just go in and shut the door, but there were people who worked really close to the doors of those bathrooms. So if you went in and dropped a two, then you'd stink up someone's cubicle. <laughs> And That's so right. I kind of worked Damn. on making sure I would go before I went to work, and I got myself on a schedule that way. Because it's just like you feel so sheepish, or you want to like sneak out. You don't want them to know that <laughs> you just ruined their morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, uh, I, I sometimes I'll be regular, and then like other times I'll be like, oh, it's been like a month. I haven't gone for a <laughs> month. You know. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? No, no, no. Okay. I mean, I can't. I can't. It can be like a thing for me where I'm like, I haven't gone in a couple days, and then that's obviously scary. And and and, but that's that is. I definitely have irritable bowel. I mm. there's like I, I have. I just have, I'm not. I don't drink enough water. There's plenty of things. I went to the doctor when I was younger, when I was in high school, and uh, basically got a camera up my butt. And my dad was there and made a joke to the doctor that uh. He really is full of shit. He said that joke to the doctor and like <laughs> was like one of his proudest moments. Uh, and uh, and they they were like, oh, I had to drink milk with magnesia for a long time, mm. uh, which really clears you out. I don't know if anyone's ever had milk with magnesia. 
Um, but it was, uh, it's, it's, it was, it's never been a a normal thing for me. It's always been, it's always been kind of complicated. Yeah. 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 Podcast Um, doesn't help. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast stops you up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It does for me too. It's weird. (laughs) Wait, Rogan hasn't gone in years. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there's something I was going to say. Oh crap! No, that's why Rogan's nipples. Did it have to do with how you're recording yourself? (laughs) (laughs) No, you'd think it would be, but we're still going strong with two bars. It was something about oh shit! No, again, no pun. Oh no! That's why Rogan's nipples look like little uh, turds. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a lot of pressure, you know, coming out. Oh oh oh! Wait, so Gabrus texts you while he's on the toilet every morning? He doesn't text us while he's uh, on the no. toilet every morning, but he might text us while on the toilet. He's also someone who has no shame as far as this yeah. stuff goes. But uh, he he uh, which as Wags was as Wags was saying, there is like a culture. It, it's it's a, a dude thing to like if someone's going to the bathroom in high school to be like who's in there and like fuck with them and mm-hmm. also like destroy the stalls, which I hate more than anything, and like the worst, leave them a mess. Yeah, just horrible right. stuff like that, which makes it hard. Would make it hard to go back in the day for sure, uh, to the point where you wouldn't want to go. And then also, like after Columbine, to make to have a dark turn here, they would lo- they locked the bathrooms at my high school. Like you had to get oh, a key oh, wow. to go to the bathroom, which like made it feel like you shouldn't go. Basically, right. So, what did um, they think caused Columbine? <laughs> they thought what it was, was the like connection a connection there. <laughs> <laughs> That's where right. the planning goes down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So mm, okay. Um, Scott Cole says, have at least once in your life had the nightmare where you can't get off the escalator and the metal teeth at the bottom suck you into the neon green hell below. Just me or everyone. What? I don't know if I've ha- never heard of this. Actually had that nightmare. But one of my guests, is it Sarah Schaefer? Actually had uh, I the skin off of. Was it Sarah Schaefer, though? Hand. I don't know if it was her. So, yeah, I remember someone had that. It might have been her. One of Someone who's been on the show a couple times had an accident. Um, yeah, like had got caught in an escalator. and when they is, were a kid. Yeah, is the reason that there are Oof. those buttons on the side of escalators. Listeners, yeah. <clears throat> remind me who it is, please. Email A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show or text at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, yeah, so I think that's a common fear. Um, I still my get shoe, fear. my shoe got like not torn up, but like it got like almost trapped before. And then I've watched videos online of oh, people getting fucked up. Like like I forget what it was. Maybe it was like a maybe it was something just on TV or something too. But there was like a video about about escalators like and people getting stuck in them. And I and then forever I did. It's in the back of your mind, especially if I have. There's been times where I've walked onto an escalator with an untied shoe, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "You're just. You should watch your where you're stepping there because they, they'll yeah. fuck you up." Yeah. They f- Do they have to be so toothy? It's a great question. Yeah. It. it yeah. It, it's, it's it very mechanical. Like, right. Doesn't it seem like they could be gentler? But there must be some reason. Um. You'd think they would have improved same- on it by now. Yeah. I feel like escalators are the same as they were when I was a kid now. Right. Yeah. It's oh, the same thing with uh the the what are the Peloton treadmills? Oh. Like uh some kids and animals got hurt. Oh, yeah. I think maybe killed. Oh geez. So I think 
that yeah. rings a bell. And they t- yeah. and the pe- uh, Peloton took out Big from Sex and the City. Spoiler. That's right. Oh. I yeah. mean, which turns really out to be good. Guy. Right, because he was yeah. a bad guy. Uh, okay. Uh, Hollywood Eric says, if ever when I'm going to sleep, I have one of those random suddenly falling hypnic jerk sensations, I'm always weirdly, weirdly delighted. Like, whoa, that was fun. Not me. I, di- I dislike those. No. You know what he's talking about where you're like, I know oh. exactly. Yeah. 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 The, the, the little kick. Yeah. yeah. That they, they, they talk about it in uh, Inception. I, I think... <laughs> I might actually like it. I might. I might be with. Uh, I might be with I think, your writer here. I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of cool because also I'm like. I'm like. Oh, I was about to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. I sort of get that sort of moment of revelation. I, I certainly like it in it, Inception. I think it's fun. But I, for myself, <laughs> I, I like it. I, I think I'm with you, Nick. I think I like it. But I also sometimes when I jerk up like that, I'm like, Am I about to? Was that like a? Well, I, like I maybe think I was gonna have a heart attack or something. Like I think something else is wrong, possibly. Right. So that's scary. Do you guys ever get sleep paralysis? I don't no. think I I've ever once. had that. <clears throat> what was I, that I, like? I would get it pretty frequently. I haven't had it for a while, but what is it? What is that? What is the man that everyone sees with, in sleep paralysis? Uh, it's like a slender man, but it's not slender man. There's like there's, a, there's like a big looming figure. He yeah, has a name though, man. doesn't he? I think he does have a name, but I don't remember what his name is. What? Because I, I, and if I did, I wouldn't say it because I wouldn't want to conjure him. Like, Wait, yeah, there's a man. This giant. Is this real? Yes. Very, very common to see a giant hulking figure, a shadowy figure. I think oftentimes wearing a hat. Um, but I would definitely have a have a fig have a I, like when I'd have sleep paralysis, I would be in my room, like I would know that I was in my mm-hmm. bedroom, and I have conscious awareness of my own body, but I could not move. And apparently it only takes like two minutes or something like that, but it feels like 40 minutes is oh like the longest God. amount of time that could possibly it, – it, it, and so you're just like par- paralyzed in your own body, uh, have control of your – can't move your eyes, can't control your breathing. Um, but yeah, I would just see like like figures just looming over me in bed. Is it like called the Shadow gonna, Man? Is that basically I, I just Googled it man, and yeah. it uh, looks like the internet calls it Hat Man. Oh, that's so scary. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very scary. Yeah, my 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 friend Dan Tufo, he had it, and he his house also was haunted growing up. I've, well, I've told her the story about this house being haunted, but he saw an old woman sitting on his feet at the end of the bed, and that, that sounded fucking terrifying. That's what I've heard of with the sleep paralysis because it's it's like an old an old woman, and I forget there's like a name. I think there's a name for her. Uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I think it's because that, it's that feeling that someone is keeping you from being able to move. Yeah. Yes, it feels like you can't breathe or whatever. Like someone's like pr- compressing your your chest. I never do um, anything about this other than I just figured it feels like you can't move. My God. No. There's a documentary. Insane. There's a documentary on it that's hor- that's horrifying, and I forget that it's on Netflix. But at the end of the documentary, it's <laughs> the scariest part is at the end. It's like five different people with sleep paralysis and they're like the shadow man like might be real <laughs> like that's like their the <laughs> the end conclusion of the documentary oh, is like this monster might be real but um i i had it once and uh and wagger knows this story because i he knows all my stories but i um i thought a tarantula was coming down my wall to the to the point where i woke up my roommate and he got like a tennis racket <laughs> and 
like went on the other side of like went outside the house to look on the other side of the window like like where the curtain was and then he was like oh you were sleeping and then i did realize i was like but that couldn't have but it was sleep paralysis like i thought i saw a tarantula walking down my wall and it looks i have had it with these bugs (laughs) (laughs) it feels so crazy real it is and that's the only time i've ever had it but but i was like that couldn't have been I couldn't have been asleep, and I and I and I was. I started to put it together. And Nick, were you young when you had it? Younger? I had it up until a few years ago. I'm really. I, I don't know if I've had it in the past three or four years, but I, I would have it pretty regularly up until pretty recently. And I don't know why it stopped exactly. Well, think, maybe it, he he maybe freaked out. Hat man, Hat man, kind of yeah. took off. <laughs> <laughs> Are there theories about what causes it or what this hat man is aside from real? I should know more about the the medical causes considering it's a thing that's happened to me, but I, I don't honestly know. I, you got to watch I, this doc. It feels, yeah, I, I should watch this doc. It feels like it's mm. your, your body's in the – because there's a point when you're sleeping when your muscles mm. all shut down, right? Yeah. And so it, it, like that has happened, but you're conscious. Mm-hmm. So you can't control anything, and um, you're just kind of locked in your body. It's called the nightmare. The nightmare is a documentary. Okay. Oh Jesus, that sounds so scary. I don't know if I'll be watching that. Watch now for free on Tubi if you'd like. Wow. I somehow so I've been spending too much time on TikTok again. Need to read the book that Nick sent me, Um, but somehow I I have ended up on like medical TikTok, anesthesia anesthesia TikTok, and apparently. When I don't know if this is all anesthesia or just in the ICU, but there's a point at which when you're intubated before they take the breathing tube out, they will wake you up. So you're actually mm-hmm. awake, but still have a breathing tube in. And this is to make sure that you're conscious enough that they can take the breathing tube out. But people don't typically don't remember it. Mm. So I am wondering I guess this was a dumb story to tell since I don't actually know whether this is just certain people or like all people who are intubated. Cause I'm thinking like any, that potentially means all of us who have ever had surgery where we were under anesthesia at one point we were like awake, but still with the tube in, but maybe not. But I think that is possibly true. It's not as scary as hat man. No, that's scary. That's scary. That's scary. That's up yeah, there with hat man. Yeah. I don't, I'm always during surgery. Anytime I have, anytime I go under like that, I'm just always embarrassed. It's like like being drunk, like blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, what was was I being like annoying? Like that's always like where my head was at. Was that I was being like dorky? Yes, yeah. yes. which I probably was. But. I think we all are. But according to what I've seen on TikTok, they're really used to it and they're really nice and they expect it and it's you know it's no big deal to them. Got it. You should be you yeah. like they were just mocking people. I don't yeah. think so. I think everyone's a little <laughs> loopy. Fucking dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's a little loopy and a little silly as they're going under. Um, listen, you guys, this could not have been more delightful. Thank you so much. Thank you for putting up with my distraction and and whatnot. Um, uh, uh, listen, if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed and please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It helps out the show so much. Listen to my other podcasts, Upworthy Weekly and Childish. Uh, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, Nick and Mitch, tell everyone where they can find you, what they should follow, plug all your things. 
Check out the Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants right, right now in the month of March. It's Munch Madness 2022, the Tournament wow. of Champions, Hero's Journey, Suboptimal. That's the full title. <laughs> and we are we are going through all the different sandwich chain restaurants and trying to figure out whose sub is number one. So a check that out. You can rises. find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. A, hero a hero will rise. will rise, will rise. Okay. This month. And and generally speaking, we have great guests like Allison on just to to, to talk about you know, we'll, we'll talk about the Cheesecake Factory, or we'll talk about Red Lobster, or we'll talk about Taco Bell, and, uh, you know, so that's basically all the podcast is, and Mitch and I will argue with each other. Yeah, we'll talk about Hat Man and stuff, too. Um, we yeah. talk about a lot of stuff. And at the, I very, just give a- at the very end, when a winner is announced, you're going to send something to someone that's going to change the course of history. That's correct. Yes. That's right. In, in, that's right. In years past, in tournaments past, it's been like, hey, here's this cheeseburger. Where we're the, this is Burger Brawl. That we're going to pick the best fast food burger, and this one is going to be sent to the aliens as the platonic example of an Earth burger. Mm. And so this year, it, it, we things are a little different. We're sending we're sending a hoagie to Rogie to Joe Rogan <laughs> uh, to try to convince change his mind on the uh, on on COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, well, I want. I'm, I'm more thinking to harden his resolve, but yeah, right. either, either, way, either way, to give him the strength either he needs. Way. Either way, he's very, which, which he, he, which he's very he open to sandwich-based arguments. <laughs> 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 so this is smart. I want to give a shout out to the 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 uh, the music intro for that segment because that uh, for the segment that we just did there. Uh, uh, just me or everyone. Just just me or everyone. Oh yeah, thank you. Because yeah. it's it's I could have I like if you asked me it's like is that a Randy Newman song I maybe would have just been like yes <laughs> it's a great it's great that was uh yeah, that's Trap Dog who is a listener um from the ah. early days his name's Tom Rapp and he goes by Trap Dog and he did, did the theme song and a bunch of the music from the show most of the music I like all the music actually but there's a few Tony Thaxton hits sprinkled in as yeah. well yeah. That's oh, yeah. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what? Well, while we're plugging, uh, Mitch's show Love on Netflix got mentioned. Oh, yeah. Yes. Check, love, out, check love. out Love. So Definitely check it out. good. Thanks, it Mike. is so good. Um, yeah. One of my favorite shows, yes. And uh, Daniel, what about you? Uh, follow me at uh, tw- on Twitter and Instagram if you want to, at Daniel Quantz. Watch Love. Love has an episode <laughs> that is one of the funniest episodes of tv i've ever fucking seen oh wow Um, i think about it every now and then and i don't want to say which one it is because if someone hasn't seen it and then they see it and now they're expecting this to be the funniest episode i like that too it will not be funny to them because that's the rule but uh anyway hell yeah so i appreciate that Uh, over here this too and tony what about you I am on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. <laughs> that also has a Patreon. I don't mention that enough. Patreon. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, also, I am kind of, sort of, uh, on Comedy Bang Bang this week. Uh, just playing drums, but uh, with uh, Townland, which is our friend Matt Gorley's nice. band. Uh, we played a couple songs on there. And, uh, and then also, yeah, I play in multiple bands. Motion City Soundtrack on tour in the spring and summer and then also i plan a band with um the star of love paul rust uh so watch his show (laughs) man nice where did you where when you um i know we're ending the show but quick question when you played uh with matt gorley's band on comedy bang bang where was that because i saw that little video that was in um 
Brett Morris, who is the engineer engineer uh, for all the like comedy bang bang world stuff. Uh, he has like a little studio, so we did it. We did it there. Gotcha. Nice. Well, thank you guys so much. This was delightful. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.